Let me see. I sound really nice. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I used to do a little, but a little wouldn't do it, so a little got more and more. <laughs> and I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the timely tinkerer. Have we used tinkerer before? I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been a, been a while. Gentlemen, how are we? How is everyone? It's ah. been a tinker age. Ooh. I was uh, going to go more with the, it's been a while. What was I say? It, it, I, you know, uh, just, yeah. oh, the whole episode in Dong Lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the musical episode. Um, <laughs> now you're talking. If, now, if you're it's talking. Been a t- now you're singing. Now you're singing. Been, fucking hell. If it's been a tinker age, then uh, why don't we have some tales? Ooh. 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 Uh, Al, what have you been up to? Uh, playing Sonic 2. Sweet. Brett, what have you been up to? Because um, tech tales. Mm. I've, I've attempted to play a handful of. Uh, indie releases, none of which are good. So I don't even want to talk about them. <laughs> I've been really this. disappointed by those indie releases. <laughs> I, I, I hit a few really good ones over the last couple of years, but it, it's, it's few and far between. Oh, speaking of... Uh, sorry, uh, I'll go back to you in a sec. But speaking of uh, classic indie games, um, I finally went to Spinner's Brat. It's fucking awesome. I, I can see where you like it now in Frederick, the arcade place. Yes. Okay. Good. good. I didn't remember the name. I just yeah. was taken there one night. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking great. I definitely great. want to go back. Good. Right. Al. Al. Genuinely. So I, I have a calendar now. Mm. So I can actually look at what I've been up to and tell you what I've been up to because I write down what I get up to. That's a fucking great. Why don't I ever look back at my calendar? Because I'll do a week's worth of work, and then I'll come to like invoice people. I was like, I have no idea what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did a minute ago. How am I going to know what I did two weeks ago? So I've had to start writing that shit down. Um, and I, d- I don't think we've talked since. Like, did 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 I do the pottery festival, pot fest, and talk I... to you guys? Or was that right? Okay. So, uh, where I'm from. There's this thing called Pot Fest, and not the um, uh, broken lizard uh, no. vessel as a um, imaginary follow-up to Beer Fest. Yeah. Um, it's a ceramics festival, which sounds incredibly boring, but it's actually really good. Lots of local artists um, showing their wares, and it's in a cattle market, right? Nice. And so all the stalls of the cattle market, they hose the shit out first. Um, ask me how I know, and then the each each potter gets like a, a thing, and some of them are there doing like throwing. Some of the guys are like firing raku pots, and there's like kilns going on. And then, but it's not just like crockery. There's sculpture there. It's like all the shit you could imagine from ceramics. It's 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 yeah. a, it's a great thing. And then there's live music. There's food trucks, blah blah blah. And it was from the town where I'm from, right? So every year there'd be this thing in the market. But now the guy who does it does ten a year all around the country. No way. And yeah, and they're in like uh, Suffolk, Norfolk, Melton Mulberry. So I've been going around basically for the past the like, three months. Place. The pork pie place. Nice. Not as good as you think. Mm. Get better ones in Skipton. Um, Controversial. No, it's not. The, the <laughs> shit. I was massively disappointed. And it cost seven quid for a pork pie. Fuck. Um, so yeah, so the past few months I've been helping this guy run this pottery festival. It's been great. Um, that's on my list. <laughs> What else is on my calendar? I've got loads of stuff on my calendar. Um, <laughs> lots of jobs. 
working for people um, halfway through the camper van build, which is as of today, finally got to a point where I've got everything I need because I was waiting months and months and months for all the cabinetry to be is made. That, yeah, is that the camper van for you, mate? Yes. So right. um, basically, I got to a point where I couldn't do anything else because. I, I didn't know where the appliances were going to go. I didn't know I need to drill holes for water supplies, yeah. gas, diesel, heater, all that shit, because I didn't have the cabinet dimensions. Yeah. Um, and no matter how many times I asked the supplier, they were just like, it was awful. It was like, yeah. fucking get blood from a stone. But they finally turned up today. So I'm, I'm, I'm building, as I build them, I'm then putting them in, I'm going to drill there. <laughs> now, I can, now I can crack them. Um, but this morning, <laughs> the van hasn't moved for about two weeks, right? Yeah. So I start off the van, get about two meters down the road, cuts out, stinks of diesel. I'm like, shit, what's going on? Like, I've not, I've not touched the tank yet. So I've not been anywhere in the diesel tank. I've not installed the heater yet. I've not cut into the fuel lines, not touched that part of the car. And the whole thing, I was like, it's going to fucking set on fire. Yeah. Open it up. The hot mouse nests everywhere. The fucking mm, eating through yeah. all the diesel lines, like you fucker. So pissing rain in November in England, out in the just lying on the floor trying to repair diesel lines. And that was that was my day to day. But I've been up to lots. Probably too much to talk through in a what you've been up to episode. Unless yeah. the entire episode is about what you've been up to. I'm I'm pretty sure the entire episode is about what we've been up to because that's why I'm trying to give the the majority of this to Steve because he's going to want to talk forever. He's been up to a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I have. Um, But yeah, uh, well, all right, we'll come back to other shit that you've been up to then (laughs) because it will it will it will segue. Yeah, be segues. Well, I I figure if we each give kind of like a brief kind of like oh I've done these few things and then. The rest of the time, we can just fill in. We just talk about like the dumb shit that we've done. Um, Although, since I got made redundant in May, yeah, and I've been working for myself and working every day, literally since May, and it's now the middle of November, and tens of thousands of pounds have gone through my company, and nice, like, yeah, it's great. And I'm busy. And I'm turning work away because I'm that busy. Still haven't been paid. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping at some point <laughs> I'm going to be able to make a living off doing this, but it ain't for the past five months. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they always say, like, the first year you make a loss, and then... Well, how do you eat? The second year. Uh... <laughs> you... I'm eating a lot of tea and biscuits, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling. Um, yeah, I uh, and I did pick those apples for that old lady, so that I suppose that that counts as well. And then yeah. I made cider from them, so it's, I guess it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it works. Out. It's self, and, it's self-sustaining. And then that that cider you trade for someone with someone for some food, and Bob's your brother's aunt or whatever. Not for a seven quid pot pie. <laughs> not no, not for a seven quid pot pie. Fuck that. Yeah, don't Sorry. don't pay seven quid for a pot it's, pie. It's a write-off. Yeah, that business write-off. There you go. See. Um, Brett, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, a little of this, a little of that. Um, honestly, I I finished the trailer. Aside Ooh. from maybe a couple of like small details that I've just been not even worrying about. I had yeah. the call with um, the client about it, like, "Hey, it's done." <laughs> it was just like, right. So with everything that's going on, we're just not really 
ready for it or we don't really know where we want to put it yet. I was like, okay, they go, do you mind just holding on to it? <laughs> it's been out here for a year. It doesn't really matter if it moves tomorrow. Um, the last bits though were similar to Al's situation. It was just waiting for a ton of things to get delivered that took a while. Yeah. Uh, it turns out getting wheels and tires ended up being one of the most tedious tasks because of how old it is. They were wanting, yeah, they were wanting, like, I, I think the trailer's, uh, suspension, which there is the original suspension is on it, but I think it's just sagged over the years. Yeah. And because the wheel wells of the old ones are very covered, like they're, they're almost flat, right? So almost Mm -hmm. half of the wheel and tire go up into the wheel. Well, everywhere that I went was just like, it's too big. It's too wide. (laughs) It won't fit in there physically. So I would order something with the idea that I may have to return it. They're like, yeah, that's fine. Go and test fit it. Unless you can bring the trailer here. I'm like, it doesn't have fucking wheels on it. Wheels on it. Um, just goes this. Yes. So that was that was probably one of the biggest tasks. But I finally found some, and then with a little bit of uh, persuasion to the aluminum body, <laughs> we we got them up in there. So the funny thing is going to be if if anything ever goes wrong or one of the tire gets a hole in it, um, it'll be really easy to remove. If no, it won't. No, it's going to be a nightmare <laughs> for whoever has to do that. But for right but now, use, hopefully, yeah. Hopefully it won't be me. Um, beyond that, I've been working on the sculpture project for the Tusk on and off. Um, I've done a few updates here and there on the Instagram, Patreon, Instagram. Um, a little bit of housework and then some options and possibilities for things that I could just spend the next month or two during the winter uh, building out. Uh, but obviously we get back into permitting if I do that. So been kind of avoiding getting too deep in on any of it and then a lot of research and development on actually getting the business part of what i've been doing for the last few years uh going i mean i i really haven't done that good of a job and i put it fully on myself of just not really having the focus but hmm. i wasn't really making things for sale right i had a lot of a lot of my time and energy were being pushed on uh, YouTube and just trying to come up with ideas and make stuff. And if I could, you know, I'd double it into something that I wanted or something that I needed to use. Now, um, for the last few months, I've been doing a uh, little bit more research on do I want to shift things like T-shirts, which I'm not making anymore because it's, it's kind of a hassle. But the company that I was using is, is like so crappy compared to how things are nowadays because it's six years later. Yeah. Um, and then it reminds me that I need to work on the website. So I've been working on the website periodically and then everything it's that change of light bulb leads to now you're doing your plumbing for some reason, you know, um, I will say the biggest wins have come out of a couple of little funny ideas for, uh, tool making like hatchets or hammers and things like that. Uh, I sold my first round of hammers. Nice. I made five of them, and they all sold within a few days, which was really cool. Awesome. Um, the little hatchet that I mocked up is a wedgeless hatchet that breaks down because it's nice. a single taper. Like you guys uh, know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. It's made the same way that a that a mattock or a pickaxe pickaxe yeah. would be made, uh, except for it's still an ovular eye hole. So yeah, it's like a trade axe. Yeah, but it's cool actually. 
So yeah, the main thing is that it's got this steel. Nice. I made nice. a steel funds for it, and then there's a wooden dowel nice. pressed in there. And so this can pop off, or you drill it out if you break your handle. This is uh, a mini landy axe. I'm going to start marketing them as mini landy axes to sell them to people. Give them the axe. Give them the axe. Yeah. Um, but it has, you might be able to see, it's a little bit weird. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. anybody listening, there's uh, Japanese axes have interesting pin work that's actually outside of the thing, whatever. So it's a bit of a mix and match between a couple of different styles. Uh, Eastern and Western just to try some new stuff out because if I want to get into making these things, I don't, I just don't want to make what everybody else makes. Yeah. Um, not reinventing the wheel, but I kind of like how it turned out yeah. and it, it gives you a lot of opportunity because of the way that it fits in the eye. You could legitimately make the handle look like whatever you want. As yeah. long as it fits through, it could be swirly and all kinds of crazy, whatever, but not having a wedge is, or strength, all that good stuff. I'm going to try and do the same. I have a couple of billets that I made to do the same with hammers. I want to try that out. Yeah. I had a fun talk with Rasmus where he's like, do you think that's going to work? And I was like, I have no idea, but that's not the point. I just want to see if I can do it and what it'll feel like when I swing it. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the pirate coins. I'm, I'm wrapping up on R&D with actually making those coins that I made one of six years ago. Yeah. Um. Question: Because are you posting any of this stuff to Patreon? Uh, is it Instagram. just Patreon for right now? I research and development. I'm just keeping with my insider yeah. folks. You know, yeah, no, just because I, I like like that hatchet and stuff like that. Like I've not seen any of that on uh, Instagram. I don't know if it's just Instagram not showing me your shit or if it's just uh, it's probably so low on your priority list <laughs> because of all the Taylor Swift and Chris Cash and Matt Stagmar <laughs> and everybody else that you pay more attention to <laughs> what now i'm fucking with you i'm fucking with you yeah one of my friends that has you know fewer followings or whatever when i do periodically check it they just never show up and then yeah. six months later it's like you've been posting stuff so, yeah, yeah. Like yeah every day almost yeah no, i mean the, the, the i'm not even gonna get started on the whole fucking way instagram works at the moment but um, it's all good i hate but, social media so it doesn't matter Anywho, products and testing and research and development, having like really good uh, constructive critique conversations with some friends of mine who also make things or then uh, a couple of my friends who are purchasers of the type of stuff that I make and um, kind of getting their thoughts on, on like the why. why. Why do it this way? Why are you making it look like that? Why aren't you just making really, really shiny, perfect coins? I'm like, that's not the point. They're supposed <laughs> to be fucked up and weird. Yeah. So those have been really fun. Um, I haven't had a lot of, like I said, and I'll, I'll wrap it up, but as I stated, I just haven't been doing products or I haven't really been making stuff to sell, which is something that I always wanted to do. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I lack the confidence and, and a little bit of the direction to do it. And now it feels a lot more um feasible yeah. i don't know i wake up every day and i work on responsibility things and then i, I was, I I was gonna and... say it all sounds a little bit too much like you've got a plan brett yeah yeah right right <laughs> yeah so i'm playing around with a lot of stuff but then staying responsible on paid gigs and yeah. commissions and things like that al i have another design commission which yeah. i haven't done one in a long time but they sent me the brief for it 
you know, personal guy, but I'll call it a brief. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. can you do something like this? And it's like, yep, I can. <laughs> and I would like to pay the bills this month. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. But um, no, it's really good to hear you uh, doing more with the product sort of stuff because it's, it's nice to see you um, making products that are yours, like, like with the axe, putting your own twist on it. Like that's super nice to see rather than you just kind of, let's say just having to take those design gigs or just make a video for a sponsor or whatever. Like it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's good, man. I'm happy. It's for good. It. Yeah. I appreciate it. What about you, Mr. Sponsor, videographer, important guy, Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. Steve, Hollywood, yeah. Steve coming back around. Yeah. Uh, so I've had a, an interesting few months. Um, uh, been over in the States, obviously, as discussed, uh, working with Matt doing a video, which was supposed to come out in mid September. So long story short, I had a message from, uh, or me and Chris were talking about like when I was going to come over and how we were going to sort it and what dates, and basically because of the work that we've got on, over here at Thornwood and like the cash flow situation, it was looking like realistically, I was going to go out for CMA and make a camp and that was going to be it. Like I was going to fly out just before CMA and I was going to fly back the day after make a camp. Um, and this is why we haven't recorded for three months. Yeah. He was yeah. going to come back. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I also wasn't meant to go as early as I did. Um, but I got a phone call from uh, Chris and Matt one day and Matt basically said, I've got this video that I need a hand with. I need someone to that can do a bit of forging and run camera. Um, would you be up for it? I was like, sure. Um, I was like, when, when were you thinking? Because he basically said that he'd pay for the flight out as well. I was like, yeah, that sounds fucking awesome. When, when are you thinking? He was like, uh, next week. So like, Four days later, I'm on a flight to um, to the States via Reykjavik um, with uh, Play Airlines. Super cheap. Would never fly with them again. That was the worst flight I think I've ever had. Um, but yeah, went out, did that. Uh, made my first sword, uh, which was... Well, I say made my first. I helped Matt make a sword. But um, it was really good fun. That video was supposed to come out mid-September for the launch of um, Conor McGregor's beer called Forged Irish Stout. Um, and it was supposed to come out for the launch event and all of that. But there were some issues with them getting the actual beers over to us. Um, so we couldn't do like the final shots, and the beauty shots and everything of um, the actual beer cans um, until much, much later. And we'll circle back to that. Um, so... Was out there for that. Did a load of stuff. Uh, did a load of stuff with um, Chris as well. Um, obviously, there was CMA and Maker Camp and everything else. CMA, uh, Center for Metal Arts. So every year they do a um, a thing called the Cambria Iron Conference, which uh, Mark from uh, Deer River Craftsman pointed out that uh, Johnstown was actually um, like founded by a bunch of Welsh guys. Um, and it was all to do with during the Industrial Revolution, the uh, the pollution in the air was fucking up the water in North Wales. So um, a bunch of Welsh guys went over to America, found a river that had similar mineral content to this one in uh, Johnstown in 
um, North Wales, Wales. Uh, and then set up a an iron religious like a, cult, and then the old yeah. Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's in the seventies. Yeah. I remember. Um, set up this Jonestown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, set up this um, this town there, um, and a steel mill, and started producing steel there, and that's why it's called uh, Cambria, which is um, like Latin or something for Welsh. I don't know, but it's Canberra, the capital of Australia. No, not Canberra, Cambria. Cambria. Yeah. Um, oh, heed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Mark knows more about that, but it was really cool and interesting. Anyway, uh, so every year they do this iron conference where they have <clears throat> a, um, a a prominent artist out there to, to lead um, like a group forging thing, and they do big pieces of um, sculptural stuff normally. Uh, this year it was Pete Matilla, and they made a fucking huge sculpture it's basically just an excuse for the for the general public to be able to go in have a look around um the workshops and see the big three thousand pound hammer running um which is always fucking cool uh no pound is in weight um but yeah did that uh make a camp which was again fucking awesome um but al i have to ask at any point, did you say that you were going to make a cab? Because I had so many people coming up to me saying, where's Al? I thought Al was coming this year. I thought Al was going to be here. I was like, what? No, it's the first unless, I do it. Unless there's some surprise plane ticket bought for me. That yeah. <laughs> to, to the point where I, I was genuinely expecting you to just turn up one day. Um, but yeah, did that. And uh, Joe and Jimmy were both out there for that as well because they um they've been over at Zach's from ZH Fabs um teaching a uh, hatchet class there um and then came over to make a camp and it was so nice having them there and being able to introduce them to everyone um and everyone to them um and yeah like just lots of fucking cool shit from that happened um and then the plan was I was originally supposed to be flying back the week after that uh, sorry, the, a couple of days after that. But Matt had a phone call from the guys at Forged Irish Stout, and they had an event in New York, uh, in the city, um, like the week after, and wanted me to help with that. Um, or oh, sorry, wanted Matt to do some demonstrations there. And Matt wanted me to help. And I was like, well, uh, and then he was like, it's $1,000 for a day. And I was like, okay, yes, I'll do that. And then had to rebook my flights, which cost me nearly a thousand dollars. So nothing yeah. lost. Yeah, exactly. Free um, lunch. But uh, but yeah, went and did that, uh, which was super good fun. Uh, and that's when we picked up the beer. So I booked my flight for like the day after. Uh, sorry, the the Monday after the event. Um, so the day of my flight, uh, we had to do like the. Um, the kind of destruction test. So just as I'm about to get onto a plane, I have Matt in front of me with a, like a few cans of this Irish stout, smashing them with swords, covering me in beer. So I ended up having to spend 12 hours on a plane stinking of not Guinness, um, which was, you know, wonderful. It was probably um, really nice for everybody around you. Yeah, yeah, they loved it. God, the guy next to me is an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, a drop. But yeah, and then got back and have not, like literally yesterday was the first day off I've had uh, since getting back. Um, so it's been an intense kind of comeback because 
A, I was planning on being back a lot earlier. So there was work kind of planned for those two weeks already. Um, but also whilst I was out there, we, as in Thornwood, um, acquired another wholesale, well, in fact, two more wholesale things, uh, one of which being um, Mike from TA, TA Outdoors, which is a big YouTube channel for um, like bushcraft skills and stuff like that. Um, we're making axes for him now, um, which is fucking awesome. And that kind of got arranged whilst I was at, because I literally, Mike put up a post um, and I messaged him and was like, see, if you're doing all that sort of stuff, because it's like for his branded gear. I was like, if you're doing that, you should really have a range of axes. It was like, I was literally just about to message you about that. Um, so we sorted that out and that's now rolling. Uh, Joe is forging those axes at the moment. Um, also the all day goods stuff, we've got a, um, like a double sized order this month. So there's rather than the normal, like 60, um, Santokus, it's like 150 Santokus. Um, and, uh, as well as 150 butter knives that are going into Fortnum and Mason, um, that is what I've been working on this week. So yeah, it's been, it's been great but chaotic and trying to couple that in with also getting back and uh because i i have a uh pub at a pub at a job a job at a pub as well um and <laughs> when when i like spoken to them about when i was going back um it was before we'd arranged the new york thing and so i got back and literally the next day was working a shift at the pub and it, it was not fun mm-hmm. uh, but yeah so i'm very busy at the moment, but it's all good stuff. Um, Remember talking like three or four years ago when none of us had any semblance of self-employment or busy? <laughs> oh, no, I, I was still busy, just not self-employed busy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's good. It's been fun. Um, <laughs> what was that face? <laughs> <laughs> must be nice to be self-employed and be so busy all the time that you're turning work away and then al goes still haven't been paid yep yeah well, that's, that's, he's like has, has no he has no reflection months. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah oh i sleep i sleep like a fucking blog it's great I'm do you on. yeah i'm back on four hours Oh yeah, like that's, that's a log. For, that's, yeah, that's, I was gonna that's, say that's, that's two logs for me. Yeah, okay. When that I say sleep a... log a log, I mean like a log that's in the fire <laughs> for an hour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and at least it's warm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. So we just a, a little tidbit of what we've been up to. So this uh, this week um, on Monday, uh, Anna, Joe's wife, um, was having a girls' night. So last week he was saying about this and he basically was like, oh yeah, so I'm just going to camp at the workshop Monday night. And I was like, what? I want to, I want to camp at the workshop. Why? Like, let's, let's fucking do it. And, uh, and then Jimmy was like, yeah, I'll join in. So because I had Murph with me because Murph is very, very poorly at the moment. Um, but uh, we like Joe's got two hammocks. So Joe slept in a hammock. Jimmy had his first night ever in a hammock and I slept in the tent and um, I, <laughs> I got up, uh, oh, I woke up fairly early in the morning cause I, I don't sleep very well. And also Murph was uh, not happy sleeping in a tent when there was 
like noises going on outside. Um, so I got up with the intention of like we that night we'd cooked a big uh, meal on the fire and all of this, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll get up nice and early. I'll get the fire going, and then when the guys like do wake up, they'll be yeah, the fire will be going, the coffee will be ready. You know, we'll be able to cook breakfast. It'd be be great." So I get out of my tent and I'm like, right, I'm just going to nip over to the toilet and use that. And uh, and I looked over to where Jimmy's hammock was and was like, the fuck is that on the floor under his hammock? And I genuinely thought there was like an animal or something sleeping under Jimmy's hammock. And then realized, no, Jimmy had just gotten out of the hammock in the middle of the night and had just gone to sleep on the floor rather than (laughs) trying to get back into the hammock. Um, But yeah, uh, it was fucking wonderful. And I really want to start doing more of that again because mm. like it was one of the things that we um we never really got to do before was like those i don't want to say like lads um, night yeah lads night except you say that except it was us like around a campfire c- cooked some meals and then was like half nice we could bed like, yeah okay then sounds great yeah know, fucking, sounds pretty amazing yeah and then laying in the tent, just listening to the rain, it was fucking delightful. Um, mm. Mm. But yeah, so hopefully do more of that sort of shit. Good. Yeah. I I have been. Uh, we are in the season of since there are no trees around. Uh, the Facebook marketplaces runneth over with people selling firewood. They genuinely like travel in on the weekends and have truckloads of wood pre-cut from somewhere else, and then they sell their lot and probably hang out in town, whatever. So I've just been periodically filling up with firewood every time I'm out and about running errands. And then I don't remember if I posted photos about it. I might not have, but when Ellen was out here visiting, uh, she helped me make up a little fire pit. So I've been sitting around the fire pit most nights after the long days and I just hang out and the sky is pretty amazing. And it's so cool that I'm typically working around 4.30 to 5 o'clock until about 5 o'clock. And the sun goes down here at 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, so it's like, well, I mean, it's still nice outside. Why don't we take a break, though? And we'll just go sit by the fire pit. And then I do that for two hours. And it's yeah. like, well, I guess now I should shower. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I guess I could try and get to sleep. And then I look at my phone again, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what? What happened? <laughs> What happened in the evening? But I did, like the other night, I just pulled a random night of, I, I worked late. I worked until about midnight in the forge. Um, and in the middle of it, because I had the forge running just to kind of keep the space warm, I threw some steel in there and went, you know what I should do? What's that? Inside head, Brett. Uh, make something weird that I haven't done in a while. What, what should we make? How about a kunai? For no reason. It was just, let's make a throwing dagger. Uh, so I did, and I really like how it turned out. Another little reminder of, although I'm not forging every day and doing full-time blacksmithing stuff, which God dang it, I wish I could, um, still got chops, like maybe feel good that I was like, Hey, I didn't throw it away halfway yeah. through and just go, never nice. mind. It's terrible. <laughs> it was a throwing knife. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> good one. Al, you're the worst. <laughs> but, uh. It's funny, we we were talking about that uh, in the workshop this week about being able to do more of that sort of stuff. Like this this month in particular, like I say, has been fucking crazy. Um, but all of us want to like, 
make sure that we have time to work on some other projects so it's not just churning out stock all the time um you guys still trying to do fuck around fridays uh no we're doing more kind of rather than look around mondays toss it off tuesdays yeah (laughs) wank a bit wednesdays well like because it because of the way it works now um we're doing saturdays we're doing piecemeal work um so we basically just get paid for the the work that we're doing or joe just Mm -hmm. pays us for the work we're doing um and we figured out that like most of the like the regular stuff between jimmy and i we can get it done in like two two and a half weeks um for the month um so we figure we can just smash that out in the first two and a half weeks and then we have like um a week of um other bits in the workshop like if there's special commissions like the the railings and shit like that or if there's um workshop improvements that need doing or whatever we do that and yeah that's it's one of those where it's unpaid but it's an investment in our future um so you know we did, we're doing that sort of stuff like uh, a couple of weeks ago i uh joe built the toilet block i painted the whole thing and you know it's just now we have somewhere that's not a porta potty to p- piss in sort of thing um but uh but yeah like then like have that week to half week of just whatever we want to do and um and rather than just like leaving that time free and going oh we'll figure it out at the time because we're all as bad as one another in that if we've got that free time we either get complete fucking decision paralysis and can't decide what to do or we just go to default like uh well actually i'm gonna make a start on next month's batch because it'd be good to get ahead with that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um so we're kind of we're writing down a bunch of projects that we all want to do um and like some stuff where we can do it together like i said to um the guys like for me my um although i am a relatively proficient blacksmith like my level of blacksmithing is way below what it should be for someone that's been doing it for as long as i have um and there's a bunch of techniques that i simply do not know how to do because i've never the person that was supposed to be teaching me blacksmithing did not teach me blacksmithing um i was taught how to make one of or well, a, a few products and that was it um got you a lot of valuable life lessons though steve <laughs> yes that's it's very true um but yeah so like we we were saying about the fact that actually we want to do some projects together where you know jimmy's running the project and you know we're doing something that's going to be that i've never done before or you know joe's doing it and we're doing this or whatever um but also do kind of a like a skill share sort of thing so like i can go through the guys uh, with the guys about like um using the lightroom app or editing videos for reels and stuff like that um i'm kind of doing a bit of a, a knowledge share sort of thing um just to kind of say so just kind of keep that creativity going because like you say like even being a full-time blacksmith it's yes you you're on the forge two days out of the week um but then there's a lot especially with the knives and stuff there's a lot of just grinding like literally Mm -hmm. the grind um and also if you're just making the same thing over and over again you don't improve you've got to get out of your comfort zone a little bit so yeah we're kind of trying to make a point of doing more stuff like that and like again with the railings and stuff like that it's that in itself is the fun project um Mm -hmm. but yeah any more of that we can do then great have you been to or were aware of going to Malham? 
Malum, North Yorkshire Dales. So there's a place called Malum Cove. It's like a little um, cliff cove? face. A lot of, a lot oh, of climbers right. go there. It's kind of like a cove, cove. yeah. yeah. Um, and then down the road, there's a waterfall and uh, Gordale nice. Scar. It's like a, yeah, it's really nice. Nice part yeah, of town. Yeah. Um, lovely little village. And then I was walking through the village and I kept seeing all this sort of like ornate ironwork on like a lot of gates and stuff. I was like, oh, mm. that's, that's nice. And then the next house, I'd be like, that's, that's similar to that last house. And I was like, is someone doing all the ironwork in this village? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then as you walk back into town, there's Malham like uh, Forge. And it's the old forge from the village. Oh, shit. And oh, um, Annabelle, and there's, there's two girls in there. And they're just, yeah, it's like, you, this is all your stuff, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's kind of like a cross between your stuff, Steve, and then also maybe like a little bit more ornate kind of yeah, um, artistic stuff. So it's like a nice, really nice mix. I've definitely heard of Malam Forge before. Like quite, quite, maybe, maybe sort of like the kind of stuff Rasmus does. That's so awful then. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go Malam. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, it's um, great. And it was, just, it was awesome. just nice to see it. But it, it just, it, it just like, yeah, I, I yeah. love a, I love a village where the, the blacksmith is still working and still creating stuff for all the yeah. people mm-hmm. that live and work in the village. It was fantastic. Yeah. Even awesome. in the pub. Like all the 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 stuff for the fire and the pokers and stuff was all you know, yeah hand forged. It's like yeah, mm. this, is, this is great. Yeah, there's um there's a few places, especially after being over in the states. There's a few places um in the UK that I'm like I really I have no excuse for not going to visit them, sort of thing. Other than the fact that I can't put fuel in the car, but like I I'm making a kind of promise to myself that as soon as we're through this current um block of work like i'm gonna start going and just going and visiting some of these places that like and other crafts people like i'm gonna be in london uh i mean they were they were were cooking on coal steve you'd love it fucking stank yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i i want to make a point of going and seeing more places like that and people like that rather than just not um yeah i just gotta pull a few three hours out of thin air and yeah be fine r&d r&d yeah there you go. Apparently, yeah. apparently it, only, it only takes you four hours to do a month's work so the rest i don't know what you, <laughs> might, you might as well at least you know make it productive yeah exactly <laughs> but like genuinely they, this is one of the things i want to do with those um kind of like if we get the work done and we've got a couple of weeks to, to muck around with saying actually you know what this friday rather than us all coming in and fucking around why don't we go and visit Bind out Friday. Ooh. Because um, you can have fuck around or find out. Pick <laughs> yeah. Between them. Um, but yeah, so we, we want to do more of that. And I, I want to get back up to Leeds a little bit as well because it's. I'm, I'm away. There's people up there <laughs> other than you that I want to hang out with. Johnny's in Wales. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, I really need to go see Johnny as well. Um, uh, I need to. I'm in the same boat though, Steve. I'm trying to find the means to to take some time away, yeah, just to go and like. There's a handful of people that I just want to meet or see their shop, and they're within a day or a half day's drive. Um, and I'd be really interested in doing that because I know it always helps me to interact and just see how other people work, but. Yeah, a little bit of it's the financial thing. You just want to make sure that you can justify, you know, putting all the gas in your car and driving, especially with my stupid truck. I mean, you know this, but filling up these big old vehicles and they just eat gas. 
Yeah. Um, but it's been really beneficial to just uh, kind of going back to what Al was saying at the beginning. I have a schedule now, like more so than I had in the past when I would tell you guys about it. Like, oh, today's trailer day. Well, every day was trailer day. I just tried to, you know, parse it down to specific aspects of working on that big project. Now, even the sculpture project, it's really tedious and repetitive. So kind of like you, Steve, I forged a bunch of stuff periodically over about two or three weeks. And then it was now start welding pieces together. And now I need to grind and clean everything up. I haven't forged in weeks. Yeah. But I have been working on this forged project. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm trying to do a better job with, I'm calling it ramping up, but I think most people think that that's a steep angle. I am just slowly trying to increase not only productivity, but being more responsible for my time. Because if this is how it's going to be going forward, where I have maybe one to two, if I was lucky, three big commission projects that could pay well and kind of cover my bases, great. But I'm not going to work on it 24-7. And yeah. I would do exactly like what you're saying, which is, well, I could just work on it seven days out of the week and then I'll be done faster. And then yeah. I go into burnout and then I get really frustrated with myself. Al, I can only assume that when you say you are working every day, that is not a lie because that's just how you are. But I have to ask, like Steve's talking about scheduling out some time with the boys and trying to balance that time. You have balancing time issues because of just how much work you have going on. But how are you how are you dealing with I mean they obviously kind of all have to be paying gigs but are you finding any time to like if you're away for a job do you find an hour or two to go explore like you did this cove or just I mean, don't have the time Yeah it was lucky that I've got a couple of clients out that way um which is really nice and they're, they're in beautiful listed buildings out in the dales and it's great um but I I don't know I don't know what happened in my life but it's why I can't go on a holiday, right? Because I just feel guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing something or making something or repairing something or building something or, you know, I, I, my, my brain or my body just won't let me do it. So I can't just go and fuck it off. Like I can't go, I, I, I you know, even if I wanted to, I just wouldn't be mm -hmm. able to, I'd be like, mm -hmm. oh shit, while I'm here, let's pick this up. Or, yeah. you know, maybe they need that help, help with it. It's like, you know, it's a condition, right? And it's not, it's not martyrdom, right? I don't, I don't, I don't want any praise for it. I don't want, you know, I, I could do it in a vacuum. It, yeah. it's, just, it's just the way that my brain works. Mm -hmm. um, so my answer to that would be if I could find a way to justify it to myself. So, you know, is it is it laying the foundations for a potential client? Yeah. So, like, it was like went went and picked some apples in a lovely garden in a country house. It's like didn't get paid for it. But now I've made some cider with the apples and some plumder with the plums and then took that those bottles to the owners of the house and said, here you go, jump help renovating these barns. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was like a lovely little jaunt, had some fun making some, some booze. Yeah. You know, none of that was directly related to work, but then it ended mm -hmm. up, you know, you know so I've, I've always, and it's not like, it's not when people talk about the fucking hustle. It's not that I'm always hustling. Like I couldn't give a fuck. You know, I'd 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 love to just go climb a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but like I'd want to climb that tree so I could, you know, 
find a bee's nest for some honey or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's got there's got to be something in there for it. Yeah, and I it don't, I don't know who. I'm, no, but I don't know who I'm justifying it to. I'm not trying to impress anyone. I don't I don't have to prove to anyone that I work hard. You know, I've been doing that since I was 15. I've not I've not got to. You know, there's no one there. That I'm going. Do you believe me now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No I think for a while though. I think for a while though. Honestly, that was the there was a degree of or sorry there was a portion of my day-to-day where in my younger years i i needed that i needed some type of verification that i was working hard or doing a good job or whatever it was only in the last few years where especially in the last year i have just gotten so much more comfortable with me like i worked 70 hours this week (laughs) and if anybody (laughs) ever tried to question me because i don't have video verification proof or social media proof or whatever or check-ins everywhere i could i don't know i i couldn't be bothered right and and, like, I, and I don't i don't mean on the clock for seven yeah. hours i mean it worked like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly i i have i have i have people like clients and stuff like just generally just astonished about how much i can get done in like a really short space of time. <laughs> and it's like yeah, I'm fucking autistic like, yeah know. here's my here's my fucking superpower watch me yeah. i can't sit still <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but 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 I'm I'm getting better at finding a bullshit bullshit excuses to myself to justify that yeah. that that again I joked about it being R and D. So well, everything's R and D. But but we've talked about it in the past where I think everything is work. I think spending time with your friends is work. Mm-hmm. It's just just, just well, yeah, it's fucking hard work. <laughs> um, just because it's not fucking taxed by the government. Yeah, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't have to try hard, and it's not an investment, and you don't need certain skills and tools to do. You know, it, it, I I see every minute of every day as work, and it's something that you've you, you know you can either take pride in or you can be lazy at, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> regardless of what it is. Whether it's cooking yourself a meal, you know, that is no different than cooking a meal for someone else. Yeah. Other than you get paid in money or food <laughs> at the end of it, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant. So, like, you know, it's all one thing for me. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't suddenly stop and go. Oh, now, now it's time to go and enjoy myself. What I try and do is go right. I'm going to enjoy myself laying these fucking tiles. Yeah, <laughs> that to be fair, that's part of the reason why. And that's any... not a euphemism. I mean, just putting tiles. Yeah. <laughs> on. So that's part of the reason why any excuse uh, I can to get you to come down and. Like do some fire cooking or something. It's 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 not because we actually need fire cooking. It's just because it's like, well, let's get Al down and then he can cook for us and hang out. And it, it's basically an excuse to hang out where it's it's work. Well, that, I fucking said it. I said it's an excuse. Like, why the fuck do I need an excuse to just hang out with you? Like, but I do. I need I need the the excuse of work and I need the excuse for you to come down. Otherwise, it just doesn't fucking happen. Um, it's. I like how Al put it, though. I hold a massive amount of guilt, yeah, upon, over myself if I do stuff like that, and it's been like that for years. It's like, oh, just go out of town for a few days, just go relax, go take a holiday, or yeah. get away from things. I'm like, I will feel guilty the minute I got in my car or or on an airplane. It would be like, well, I'm the worst person ever. I, I guess my house is gonna burn down, or like the ground squirrels won't get fed for the next week and they're going to hate me. And then, you know, there's like a bird's going to show up injured and I won't be there to take care of it. 
I have no idea. I make these things up in my head, yeah. but I feel responsible and I, I have to be now because of the self-employment thing, but I feel very responsible for every hour of my day. And as a silly example, I didn't tell you guys this, but one of the very small little tiny things that I got done in the last couple of months that's long overdue, I finally got everything wrapped up with all the mailing addresses and stuff I got. So one day I woke up at four o'clock in the morning, couldn't go back to sleep. And I went, right, let's go put a mailbox up by the road. So I nice. went to the bank of mailboxes and I installed my mailbox. I came back. It was six o'clock in the morning. I did all of the setup to change my addresses over and all that kind of stuff. And then a week ago, I got my first piece of mail in my mailbox. Awesome. I was like, hey, good for me. <laughs> I'm glad I did that at four o'clock in the morning randomly. Yeah. I could have done it six months ago. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But that morning, I felt guilty for sitting in bed for an extra 10 minutes, even though the sun hadn't come up. So I had to do something. And then I'm pretty sure I worked the rest of that day. And I was like, what'd you get done today? I'm like, I, I don't know. Stuff. I started at four. I did things. Yeah. But I mean, because it, it's like with um, the holidays and shit like that. Like, I've traveled a lot in the last few years. And... Everyone's always like, oh, yeah, it must be really good. You're always going out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm always like, it's always for work. It's never, I'm never going somewhere just to hang out or just to see people. It's always like, I I joked with um, with Chris because we were doing, um, af after the video, me and him were doing a load of stuff. And one of the things we were doing is moving this entire, like, it seems like every time I go over there, he just buys an entire fucking shop. Um, but we were moving this whole fucking workshop. And he... He was a little bit kind of apologetic and very thankful for me just kind of getting up at three in the morning to ride down to wherever the fuck it was, butt fuck middle of nowhere, and you know, spend a few hours loading up way too much shit on way too small a trailer and then driving all the way back and not getting back till ten o'clock. And uh and he said about it, and I was like, dude, this is this is my holiday. Like 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 I if I didn't have the excuse of coming over here and helping you with this shit. I wouldn't come over here. I would just carry on working. Like, I mean, we've, we've all fucking done it. We've all taken time off to go and work a second job or a third job or whatever, like go work at an event. Like it, and it's such a frustrating thing. Um, when you think about it, because I would love to have that ability to go, you know what? I'm I'm going to go to the Seychelles, or I'm going to go to Portugal, or I'm going to go to wherever, and just relax. I'm going to have a all inclusive and sit by the pool and chill out. I fucking can't. Like it just it doesn't it doesn't. There's some work. weird Irish Scottish. I fucking can't. I fucking can't. You can't. I can't do it. But yeah. It's, it's it's a weird feeling, especially when you see other people that are comfortable in doing it. Like I, I'm not jealous by any means. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm fucking impressed. Yeah, you know what? It's you've worked hard enough. You've done things. I don't know. You have certain things in order to where you can go and do that. And I love that for them. I love seeing friends of mine that go take trips. My college roommate just came back from a little anniversary vacation with his wife, and we had a little chat, and they were. You know, they were on cloud nine after their uh, vacation. It was great. But it's like they both have nine to five jobs, health insurance, days off, like vacation yeah. time, all that stuff. And they, that's it. 
And he's like, yeah, I mean, you can kind of take off time whenever you want, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> no, I and I don't want to sound complaining about it. Like, I signed no, no, no. up for this shit. I've been doing yeah. it for long enough. I probably could have changed my mind at this point. But I like what I'm doing. I, I don't know that I have Al's superpowers, in quotes. Um, there are days where I, I have a really, really hard time staying as busy as I'd like to be. I think that's the biggest trade-off for me is I work every day, but some days I really work and I do a lot of stuff. And then other days it's like, why did it take you two hours to do the five minute task? Well, I was going to say like, that's, that's the other like end of it for me is some days, like obviously, you know, if it's a work day, then I'm at work. If it's a day off, like this Sunday, I said it was my first day off. I just spent the entire day uh, cleaning the kitchen, cleaning the house, unpacking my suitcase after being home for three and a half weeks um, and making a fucking delicious roast chicken. Me and Jimmy have got into the habit of making a roast chicken every Sunday. Uh, so Monday morning or Monday lunchtime, like the entire workshop just smells of roast chicken because me and Jimmy are both just reheating it to the mm. point where now Joe's like, I'm going to have to start making roast chicken as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I get um, the other thing where like, so it, I'm busy all the time doing all that. And then I just get complete paralysis and then guilt that I'm not doing anything. So I get all the guilt uh, for not doing something and yeah, like, all the it, guilt for half the price yeah all, all the guilt but don't actually relax because why um, do chickens get one guilt free <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah guilt-free i'm just chickens i'm, I'm that's the new going, business like, model al guilt-free chicken I, I, I think i've i think i've literally designed an icon that says guilt-free chicken <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even joking no um but yeah like getting to the point where i can't um like i'm I, I I can't do anything, but I can't relax because I know there's things that need doing. Like, especially on a Sunday. Sundays are the fucking worst because everything's closed, so I can't go and do anything. But I'm I feel like I should be doing something, but I also know that I'm getting fucking burnt out. So I need to relax, but I can't relax because I feel guilty about the fact <laughs> that I'm not doing stuff. And it's just like what the fuck? So I'm I'm unproductive. I'm not relaxed, and it's it's fucking shit. Um but that's neurospice. What a what a wonderful wonderful uh, headspace we all live in. Yeah, I, it it could almost be almost be described as spiffing. People that we think that are spiffing. Have you got an order? Yeah, it's bass. Bass, which means Brett, you are first. Yay. Okay. I'm telling everybody about this and it is kind of timely. Who knows how long it's going to be on Netflix? Hopefully forever. I kind of got off a handful of streaming platforms because I was being uh, underwhelmed by, I don't know, trying to sign up to watch content with the limited time I gave myself to do so. But I happened to watch Blue Eye Samurai. It's on Netflix. That show is something real special. And it's, it's already getting a bunch of uh, really good reviews from people because it's, it's really wild. It's almost like Quentin Tarantino meets adult swim samurai stuff like champ Blue or samurai Jack and kind of these vindication. uh, Yeah. 
movies and shows and stuff but it's it's new it's got a different take to it it has kind of a lot of those aspects that you love about maybe kill bill or or any of the animated stuff uh in the same genre but a unique take um it is like feudal era japan but it's white people influence and the battles that happen internally because of all the corruption. The animation's amazing. Uh, the voice acting is like some talents that you've heard of, but because it's Japan, it's tons of Japanese influence. The writers, the staff, uh, they really gave a shit about the authenticity of it. Yeah. And here's where it gets very specific. No spoilers, but there's blacksmithing in this. <laughs> I know, and, I've seen that one little bit. But they do it multiple times. So it's yeah. it's prevalent. It is the most accurate blacksmithing you have ever seen whoa, 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 in any whoa, piece whoa. of media. Whoa. More accurate any than in Iron Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> or Iron Man 1. Or yeah. Iron Man 1, yeah. Hit a cool piece of steel, make a mask. Um, it's crazy. And they, they really specifically zoom yeah. in on certain aspects of it, of like watching the scale get brushed off yeah. with, you know, the traditional, just like the buckwheat or whatever it yeah. is that they have. Weird details. All the hammers look right. The anvil is really cool that they're using. He's sitting on the ground and yeah, it's, it's Smith and Stryker thing. It's the bits I've seen. It's been very, very traditional Japanese uh, smithing styles. Yeah, um, so super, super cool to see to have that be a specific aspect of the show. It's not the overarching thing; it just happens to be a detail in the in the show. Yeah, um, I just think it's really well done. And although I'm not in any way, shape, or form highly educated or an expert on those things, I think I just the exposure and going, oh, it's another samurai show. I thought it would be a lot of the same. It is not. They did a lot of unique special things. I will give a heads up to anybody that might be listening to this and be interested. It's spicy. It is definitely an adult show. Yeah. Um, animated doesn't matter. It is NSFW sometimes <laughs> and lots of blood and yeah. fucking the reality of war and, and interior civil war and feuds and things like that. It's, it's yeah. pretty spicy. So yeah, fucking saw, good though. I just want everybody to watch it. I saw a trailer for something, an anime that's on. I think it was on Netflix, but then I looked it up. It's coming to Netflix or whatever, just yeah. been out, but it's not on the in the UK. It's one of those annoying things where it's yeah. like it's on it's on Netflix in the states, but it's on the UK. Um, and I can't fucking remember what it's called. And it looks oh, fucking it, amazing. Is it the new one, like the dystopian one? Yes. What's it called? Oh, give me two seconds. Okay, no, whilst, whilst, whilst it you showed up, up on my, it showed up gonna, on my. Whilst you look that up, I'm just gonna do my bit for that because I completely agree. I saw the trailer for uh, Blue-eyed Samurai yesterday, I think, um, and it looks fucking amazing. And then Jimmy sent me uh, like a, a two-minute clip of uh, him watching the show. Um, and just from that two-minute clip, I was like, yeah, this looks fucking great. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good shout. I'm, it is on my watch list. Uh, but I've actually just started watching The Bear. Um, the Chef one? Yeah. Which I've only seen a couple of episodes of so far, and it's it's all right. I'm enjoying it. Um, uh, Brett, have you found it yet? 
No. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Al. My, I think my, my brain just my brain just removed it because it was like, well, I can't watch it. I'm not, yeah. not bothered. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I am, I am bothered. I want to watch it. <laughs> I'll find it and we'll put it in the shows. Cool. Um, so I've been traveling a lot for work because I have no self-esteem and will say yes to anything. <laughs> um, and I'm getting really fed up of Netflix, not Netflix, Spotify, just playing the same songs over and over again. Yeah. Um, and even to the extent that there's now that AI DJ on Spotify yes. who also just plays the same songs but yeah. talks over them. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help. Um, so I'm, I'm really getting back into podcasts now. Um, and I've exhausted all of Adam Buxton's podcast. <laughs> um, and then it just sort of auto-played because it was, I guess it was a similar sort of genre into yeah. like um, Bob Mortimer. And then Bob Mortimer was on Vic Reeves' podcast. Yes. Who, who now calls himself Jim Moir because he's, he's yeah. an artist and he's not Vic Reeves anymore. But it's Jim Moir and, or Jim Moyer and Jules Holland. And I think it's called The Journey. Ooh. And basically, it's Vic Reeves and Jules Holland talking about cars. And it's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And Brett says, wait. And Steve says, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. No, it was. It was HBO. Scavenger's yes, it was... Rain. Yes. Fuck yes. It yeah, looks HBO. super good. And it's not on fucking English HBO on Sky. That's shit. It looks Scavenger's it looks, Rain. It looks awesome. It looks yeah. really, really good. And I did yes, look it up. You, I wanted to give myself this was one that I held off on because I I, I just hinted at a review. Yeah. You know, just skimmed it really quick. And I was like, yes or no? And it was like, it's good. It's and I was so like, that's good. it. That's all I want. <laughs> nice. Um so what was yeah, the no fuck fuck the fuck I think it's called the journey. Hang on, um, we're so organised. Fuck you! I was too busy. Yeah. No joyride, not the journey. It's called joyride. Okay, and it's, it's Jules Holland and Jules Holland and Vic Reeves. That's such a weird and combination. Basically, uh, from I mean, it was Bob Mortimer, so you have no idea yeah. what the 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 oh, fuck fucking yeah. topic was. But yeah. I think they have to talk about car related things, and. It's Jules called Joyride. Holland. Yeah, he obviously he's a car guy. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Because he's rich. Um, <laughs> but they were just talking about like working on the bins and stuff. So it's basically <laughs> anything in a vehicle doesn't have to just be cars. Um, but it's good. Joyride. <laughs> and obviously, and obviously Jules Holland has obviously got connections, so they've got, yeah, they've got yeah. loads of good guests on. But fuck that. That's not who I'm spiffing. Oh. I'm spiffing the trailer for Scavenger's Rain. Rain right. as in R-E-I-G-N. Yeah. Nice, because it looks awesome, and it's on HBO. So if you're in the states and you got HBO Max, it's on there. If you're elsewhere in the world, to pirate that shit, get a VPN yeah. or no, because you can't get a VPN HBO Max because you need an American credit card to get HBO Max. I've tried. Yeah, really? Yep. Wait, Al, if I just give you my information, does it work that way? Uh, if you if you, if you've got HBO Max, <laughs> I can VPN Let in. Let's not talk about this on a uh, thing that's going to be out. This there, episode so. of the Fills with Tools is sponsored by NordVPN. <laughs> <laughs> Segways. Yes. That's how you do a fucking segue, Steve. Yeah, you make it matter. A segue into what? A sponsor. We are. You have make a it, You make people think about it. It's being nice caring Smith. about. It's not a fucking VPN. sponsor. Well, where's all that cash come from? Oh, <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> 
What the fuck am I? Yes, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, um, sorry. I started searching for the scavengers. There's radio. no cash. Taylor. Uh, trailer. Taylor. Trailer. Taylor. Trailer, trailer Swift. Trailer Swift. Fuck. It's a really fast redneck <laughs> that sings well. I don't fucking know. Um. Anyway. Uh. I'm. I'm gonna do. It's. Gonna Why has be... nobody done Trailer Swift? I don't that's, know. That's. I, a, that's. I bet. Fucking low hanging fruit. That. I bet that's out there. Um. But yeah, uh, I'm going to spiff um, The Outdoor Boys on YouTube. Uh, it's basically uh, a guy that does bushcraft with his uh, kids. Um, but it's it's all like him basically with a GoPro. And he's he's not like an in-your-face um, like fucking presenter-presenter. He's just a normal dude that's a little bit geeky and like just gets really excited about being outdoors and he does like a few like mad things like uh surviving in the Alaskan wilderness with uh no bag no sleeping bag and no tarp sort of thing um does a bunch of different challenges like that but it's also just him and his boys just doing shit in the outdoors and enjoying it um and he just kind of vlogs it all and it's it's cool and then you know you can learn some cool shit from it but it's also just fun to watch as uh just kind of um, brain not working TV, if you know what I mean. Like, just put it on and chill. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Just the outdoor boys. Um, is there any other business? Because I keep getting distracted by all of this trailer swift talk in the chat. Um, any, any, any other business? Yes? No? Yeah, other than uh, not that I can think I've ever done this before, but I think here in the near future, I'm going to actually have the site updated. I'd love people to come and peruse what Thanks. will be new wares that I'm putting out yeah. soon. Soon. I'd, I'd appreciate help, love, support, whatever. Yeah. And I know it's the season for anybody else. So uh, if we're all kind of sharing and trying to help each other out through market season and stuff, please like send stuff our way or, I'll ask specifically. I know I'm not on uh, socials all the time now, but that might change in the near future if I get things ramped up. So send me your wares. I'll show them off or look at them. I, I want to support. I want to support other people. Just with what they do. Just to clarify for anybody listening, when Brett says send send you his wares, he means as in like send him links to what you're producing. Not I swear to God, if people goods. send me shit, I'm. <laughs> I will not accept it. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> if if for any other reason to avoid the jokes of who I yeah. spiff on the weekend. No, um, I don't need any more stuff. I just want to help other people get rid of their things. Yeah. I just I jumped to your defense a little bit there. Appreciate it. No, um, I appreciate that. But yeah. Uh, jo, jo, fuck it. Why do I keep going to call you Joe? Al, anything from you? Oh, I asked Joe. Fucking dick. Uh, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> call back. Wow. I forgot about that. Um, cool. Right. Um, in which case, if you want to find us, you can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshow Metalworks. You can find Brett at Scalenspay13. And I've just remembered that there was an email. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. The Job Shack. Mm. Yes. Uh, where's the fucking. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm just going to pull up the email. Blah, 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 blah. It was from, from Alan. Alan yeah. It's in the chat, isn't it? Um, where's the thing? 
You guys can keep talking. You don't have to. I don't, or I Dude, just you you can be okay with silence because it will get edited no, out. No, it won't. We don't edit. We. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I don't. I just don't like dead air. It's, it's bad. Um, just have to. Just have to share this one again. This is this is from Alan. I spent my entire life savings on pasta. It was worth every penny. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to send us an email, you can at hello at fwtpodcast.com. That's good because it would it would, it would be as well. I mean, yeah. Well, it depends. Because it's, it's good, robust pasta, yeah. versatile. But only if it's the dried stuff because that will keep for a quite a while. If it was fresh. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you, then, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much his life savings are, but you get a fair few bags. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. It's like if it's the year life savings and it's fresh pasta, it's going to go off before you get a chance to eat it. No, I don't, only mugs buy fresh pasta. I know. Either make pasta or buy dried. Yeah. This is this is Alan, though. He is a bit of a mug. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Uh, so until next time, probably in a week or so. It's going to be in a week. Yeah. yeah. They don't know when we recorded this. This could be <laughs> fucking August for all they know. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, until the next time, we love you. Thank you. That's so much why we don't talk here. about topical things. <laughs> Timeless. Ah! Uh, no, I'll, that can go off. Yeah. Like trailer releases. And <laughs> weather. Seriously, the fucking the weather difference. Between... I bought a car. Which wait, hang on. What I bought car? a free. I bought a freelander for four hundred quid. When? <laughs> like three days ago. <laughs> why? Freelanders are shit. Four hundred quid. It's a free. Like, it's going to cost you fucking two grand just to get it running. Yeah, no. Pretty sure the crankshaft snapped it off. But for fuck's sake! Did I tell you the um, the front prop shaft fell off the Land Rover? Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> the, wi- the window in the boot opens. That's how lovely. Oh that? yeah. So, oh, so it's one of the original Freelanders. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Freelander one. Fucking not they a monster. Are awful. Yeah, I no. hate, it. hate. But yeah, no. The the prop shaft came off on the front axle. From the gearbox of the front axle, so not a prop shaft is. I'm driving along, and because it's still connected to the gearbox, it was just going. And on that note, we love you. Bye.